Ode to a Nightingale by John Keats From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 3, Sorrow and Consolation, Part 1 Read for LibriVox.org by Thomas Peter Ode to a Nightingale Written in the spring of 1819, when suffering from physical depression, the precursor of his death, which happened soon after. My heart aches, and a drowsy numbness pains my sense, as though of hemlock I had drunk, or emptied some dull opiate to the drains one minute past, and leith words had sunk. Tis not through envy of thy happy lot, but being too happy in thy happiness, that thou, light-winged dryad of the trees, in some melodious plot of beech and green, and shadows numberless, singest of summer and full-throated ease. Oh, for a draught of vintage, that has been cooled a long age in the deep delved earth, tasting of flora and the country green, dance, and provincial song, and sunburnt mirth. Oh, for a beaker full of the warm south, full of the true, the blushful hippocrene, with beaded bubbles winking at the brim, and purple-stained mouth, that I might drink, and leave the world unseen, and with thee fade away into the forest dim. Fade far away, dissolve, and quite forget what thou among the leaves hast never known, the weariness, the fever, and the fret, here, where men sit and hear each other groan, where palsy shakes a few sad last grey hairs, where youth grows pale, and spectre thin, and dies, where but to think is to be full of sorrow, and leaden eye despairs, where beauty cannot keep her lustrous eyes, or new love pine at them beyond tomorrow. Away, away, for I will fly to thee, not charioted by Bacchus and his pards, but on the viewless wings of poesy. Though the dull brain perplexes and retards, Already with thee, tender is the night, And haply the queen moon is on her throne, Clustered around by all her starry face. But here there is no light, Save what from heaven is with the breezes blown Through verdurous glooms and winding mossy ways. I cannot see what flowers are at my feet, now what soft incense hangs upon the boughs, But in embalmed darkness, Guess each sweet wherewith the seasonal month endows The grass, the thicket, and the fruit-tree wild, White hawthorn and the pastoral eglantine, Fast-fading violets covered up in leaves, And mid-May's eldest child, the coming musk-rose, Full of dewy wine, the murmurous haunt of flies on summer eaves. Darkling I listen, and for many a time I have been half in love with easeful death, called him soft names in many a mused rhyme, to take into the air my quiet breath. Now, more than ever, seems it rich to die, to cease upon the midnight with no pain, while thou art pouring forth thy soul abroad in such an ecstasy still wouldst thou sing and i have ears in vain to thy high requiem become a sod <laughs>
Thou wast not born for death, immortal bird. No hungry generations tread thee down. The voice I hear this passing night was heard in ancient days by emperor and clown. Perhaps the selfsame song that found a path through the sad heart of Ruth, when, sick for home, she stood in tears amid the alien corn. The same that oft-times hath charmed magic casements opening on the foam of perilous seas, in fairy lands forlorn. Forlorn, the very word is like a bell to tow me back from thee to my soul's self. Adieu. The fancy cannot cheat so well as she is famed to do, deceiving elf. Adieu, adieu. Thy plaintive anthem fades past the near meadows, over the still stream, up the hillside. And now tis buried deep in the next valley glades. Was it a vision or a waking dream? Fled is that music. Do I wake or sleep? End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.